What's up, business owners? Welcome back to the Intentional Profits Podcast. I'm excited to bring you the first co-hosted episode today with Colton Etherton. The first 20 minutes or so, we're going to hop into the main topic, which will be how to know if you can trust the social media advice that you saw around your finances and what questions to ask to figure out, is this BS or not? And then the next like five to 10 minutes, we actually, we just kind of chatted up, right? So Colton and I are both, we're both young fathers and we're both building a business. And so uh, we thought it'd be really cool to just kind of give you some insights on on what we're like, right? And so uh, if you want to skip that, uh, by all means, go ahead. But if you do stick around, tune in, let us know what you think of that. We want to just kind of give you a little bit behind the scenes of of who we are. You know, uh, we're not stale financial advisors. We both have personal lives. We're both uh, young fathers. We're both growth-minded. We're both growing. Uh, Colton's got a lot of tattoos. He's a lot more artsy and creative than I am. And then I just talk about working out and and all that fun stuff. So uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. And uh, let's dive in. A quick disclaimer, and then let's get started. Justin Green is the founder of AssistFP, a registered investment advisor in the state of Massachusetts. Colton Etherton is a financial advisor and founder of Out of the Office Planning, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. This podcast is for informational purpose only and is not advice. All opinions expressed by the host or their guests are solely theirs and do not reflect AssistFP or Out of the Office Planning. Talk to your advisor if you have any questions. And All right. Is recording. Take two. Let's go. We are officially <laughs> recording. What's up, Colton? Justin, what's going on, man? All right, dude, this is our first co-hosted episode. We managed to record a couple of minutes, realized we were not recording, so we're going to do this again. Uh, today, we've got an episode on, what do you want to talk about? Bad social media advice? Yeah, let's do that. That one's always fun, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we have enough. And the supply of that shit. Yeah, I don't know if we have enough time in the day to yeah. uh, dispel <laughs> every bad piece of advice that I've seen on the internet, but I think it's a really good topic. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's uh, a good way to kick it off. I texted Colt another day. I said, Hey, let's do a, let's do our first co-host episode. What do you want to talk about? And he said, tax fraud. <laughs> I said, all <laughs> right, dude, let's, like, let's start it with a banger, I guess. Like, let's, let's just come out and do this. So I mean, uh, Colt want to come out swinging. Hey, that's ultimately where a lot of these social media uh, recommendations and shit lead to, you know, so what, why not start there? Yeah, no, I agree. It's a slippery slope. And, you know, we'll just kind of maybe let's back it up and just kind of talk about Mm -hmm. like, how to know who you can trust online, I guess is probably a good place to start. Like there's so much noise out there. There's, um, there's, you know, write off everything. There's Augusta rule. Uh, There's infinite banking. There's um, those are three of the big ones. What are, what are some of the other ones you see? I've got the what is it? The Burr or whatever? The the real estate. Um, oh yeah, what's and that one? And I don't know what it all stands for. Um, but that I don't know. Is it. that one legit or not? I actually have no clue. I don't. Um, I you know I, I we're mean, not. I'm not a real estate expert by any means. Yeah, I think in in general it can be, but they usually then tie it in with infinite banking and you know they kind of oh okay use a policy to do that. At least from some of the stuff I've seen. Um, yeah, all all roads lead back to infinite banking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we doing with our lives here if we're not infinitely banking on ourselves? You know. Yeah, if you're not your own bank, you're you're small minded, uh, <laughs> scarcity mindset. Um, you know, you're a sheep. You're thinking like everyone else, right? Yeah, yeah. You're not doing what uh, the secrets of the wealthy. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. So 
there's absolutely no secrets. Uh, the wealthy, they don't, they don't know anything that you don't know. Um, they, they might have more opportunities because mm-hmm. they have the capital and the leverage to, to access maybe different financial products and they have different goals, right? Like Warren Buffett's not trying to build wealth. He's trying to protect the billions of wealth that he has. So what he does probably doesn't make sense for someone who maybe only has a couple hundred thousand dollars and their goal is to accumulate wealth. And so, you know, I think context really matters when you're listening to something on social media. I hear that line a lot. Like, this is what the wealthy do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, yeah, they fucking might once they get to that point, but it's not what they did to get to that point. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Big difference. Like, yeah, the advice I give to someone that's starting out and just now building wealth is going to be vastly different than someone that comes to us, right, with five, $10 million and we're building a plan. It's way different. Yeah. And, an- yeah, and another thing is like, it might be 5% of what they do. Mm-hmm. not everything they do right and so i think yeah, that's, exactly that's one big red flag if if every problem leads to the same exact solution that's a red flag mm-hmm. um that means that someone is just trying to sell you something and they're not actually providing comprehensive holistic honest transparent advice i think that's probably one of the biggest red flags to look out for yeah yeah that's that's a good thing to point out because I'm as many videos as I've made shitting on uh, permanent life insurance. You know, I'm not fully opposed to it when it works or when it's the right, you know, the right tool. Um, but most people sell it as like the Swiss Army knife that does everything for anybody at any point in time, and you need nothing else. And that that's you know, saying a bench press is gonna give you the perfect body that you want. And that's all the only exercise you have to do. It's pretty stupid. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Uh, who would bench press? That is stupid. <laughs> um, no, I think it's a good analogy. You know, I, mm. I think probably the best way to take this is what are some questions? You know, if, if you're scrolling through social media, you come across a piece that honestly, let's get, let's be honest, it's going to get your attention, right? Cause they probably are really good with their headlines it's mm-hmm. probably really going to intrigue you. It's going to either make you money, save you money, or make you like the sexiest, most social elite person in the world, right? I mean, that's marketing. <laughs> and yep, so yep. like, what are some questions? I think that's the best way we should go is if you come across that piece and you're wondering, can I trust this? Like, what questions should you ask? I think the first one is like, can I trust this individual? Mm-hmm. Like, are they an expert in what they're talking about, Right. So like if I post a video about, we'll use your analogy, how to bench press, Mm -hmm. might be an okay video, but I'm really not the expert and you probably shouldn't take my advice. I can barely hit 225 for five most days. Like (laughs) I'm probably not the guy you want to go for. Even if I have a decent knowledge base, I'm Mm -hmm. not the expert on that, right? And so like what type of experts should people look for and this is just a starting block, by the way. This isn't an all-inclusive because some experts, I mean, you've seen it. Some are yeah. putting out bad advice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think the first thing is, you know, if we're talking finance especially, right? Like, do they have some solid credentials behind their name, right? I'm not saying they need the alphabet soup, right? But, you know, if we're talking taxes or something or invest, like, do they have some kind of, 
designation or degree, you know what I mean? License, something behind their name where. And what are those? Like weight. say them because some yeah, people so like, don't know them. If we're talking taxes, right? If they're CPA, if they're an EA, an enrolled agent, um, CFP, you know, we even don't have, we've got good tax knowledge there as well. Um, you know what I mean? That's way different. That takes a lot of time to get any of those. It's a lot different than a life insurance only person, right? That realistically that mm -hmm. test you could get done in a weekend if you really wanted to, or a couple of days, um, or not licensed at all. Right. We, there's a bunch of those where they might've done something well for themselves, right? They paid off a lot of debt quickly or whatever it may be. And that's awesome. But that doesn't necessarily mean they should take that knowledge that worked just for them in that strict one-off scenario. And then it's going to apply to everybody else and they should be, you know what I mean? Um, coaching or advising people uh, going forward, because there is a lot of nuance in this, right? It's not, it's not just simple answer for everything. There's a lot of nuance depending on the situation. So they may know their situation. They don't know anyone else's that could be tough. That was my second question was going to be, does this apply to me? Mm -hmm. Right. So when I'm looking at a piece of content, it says, Hey, you can do this. You can take the gust rule, whatever. I have to then think like, does this apply to me? This may be good advice, but not applicable to my situation. So that's the second thing I would ask is, mm -hmm. does this make sense for me? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's good. What, I guess, how would someone know, right? If they're, if they're looking that up, like how they, for some of those are pretty obvious, right? I'd yeah. say the Augusta rule is pretty obvious, you know, um, if that works for you or not, uh, which is essentially a way of renting your home to your business and collecting some rent uh, tax-free for those of you that haven't heard of the Augusta rule, um, named after the, the ter uh, golf tournament. Um, yeah, how, I mean, how else would you recommend someone look at that as, you know, does this really apply to me? Do your research. I mean, mm -hmm. you should be making big financial decisions based off of a 60 to 90 second video, right? Someone might introduce you to a topic. There's resources out there where you can go get more information on this on the internet. None of this is rocket science. Um, Colt and I don't, like we said, we don't have any secrets. Everything we've learned is out there to learn. So you can do your basic research and then find out, okay, maybe that's applicable to me. Maybe it's not. And if it is, maybe you go deeper in and you find a trusted resource to be able to tell them your specific situation. And then they say, okay, this does apply to you. But to just take like a 60 to 90 second video with a broad strategy on how to save you money, et cetera, and immediately just think, hey, this, this should work for me without knowing the context. I think that's something you would want to avoid. It should be mm -hmm. an introduction to an idea where you then go do your own research to find out, you know, does this make sense for me? You don't have to become a tax advisor, but there's so much free information out there and find like two different sides, like point of views, right? So that way you can compare like, okay, I see people who are pro this, but then maybe find some, some thoughts on like why it doesn't work. And then you can make a really educated decision from there. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Um, I'd say too, if you do have some kind of trusted advisor you work with currently, whether that is a tax person, which I'm gonna say instead of breaking down, you know, CPA and EA and all that stuff, uh, you know, a tax person or 
actual advisor, you know, run that by them. Um, get a second opinion there. You know what I mean? I think that that's important as well. If you have that person already. Yeah. And I think it's a responsibility that you have when you're a business owner, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was talking to uh, someone earlier and she was saying how, like she tells her clients, like you don't like you wouldn't become a baker and not know how to use an oven. You know what I mean? Like you have a responsibility to know how to run your business. And the reality is, is finances are a massive part of running a business. So you have a responsibility to knowing like the different tax strategies that are out there. You don't have to be the expert, but you do have to do the research. Like you Mm -hmm. have to make sure it applies to you. You can't just blindly trust someone to do something for you without them educating why it makes sense which would probably go to my third and kind of final question of does this pass the bullshit test? Does it seem too good to fucking be true? Exactly. Like <laughs> which if most you get of these... past, most of them don't. Yeah. If you get past the professional, like if you're like, okay, I kind of trust this because they're a professional or they're reputable. They don't have to mm-hmm. necessarily be a, a professional. Um, that doesn't mean it's good advice or bad advice. It's just a good filter. I think, Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're like, okay, this would apply to my situation. Okay, cool. Let's check both those boxes. Does this pass the bullshit meter for me? And that's usually where most things will not make it to the chopping block, right? Like they just get chopped in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, I think that's also a step most people, at least that we've talked to skip, you know what I mean? They, they don't want to look at it on the bullshit meter because it's, it, they know it sounds good. And they want to try and put it into, into practice. In my opinion, then you're complicit, right? You're a part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. If you're not willing to look beyond what could be wrong with this strategy, then you also have to look yourself in the mirror and say, all right, you know, you kind of knew something was wrong here. And you knew there was a risk of either one getting ripped off or two getting audited by the IRS if we're looking at like a tax strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um I know that's, I've had a few clients that luckily send, you know, send me some of those videos um, and ask, you know, ask me, Hey, is this, is this legit? Is this good? Can we do this? Um, so yeah, they're, they're super good, man. at getting your attention and making it seem, seem great. But yeah, you gotta be careful. Cause if you, like you said, if you ignore that bullshit meter, then, you know, IRS comes knocking. Yeah. You're, you're complicit, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. When the IRS comes knocking, Colton, let them know who's responsible. You are as a taxpayer. Yeah, that's not going to like you're not going to run down the person who made the reel and gave you mm-hmm. bad advice. <laughs> They're not going to answer your emails. Right. Um, even if you hire them, say they are a CPA, EA, and maybe they're way too aggressive and they're giving out bad advice. They're, they're out there. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. So oh, even yeah. when you're working with a professional and it seems too good to be true, um, and you go back, you know, maybe you go backwards, audit a bunch of tax returns, save a bunch of money. And it seems like, ah, eh, maybe we're not doing something right here. When you get audited, you're the one who owes the taxes. So yeah. at the end of the yep. day, it's, it's you that's on the line. So it's, you know, you just have to be careful. Um, the internet is, is a wonderful thing. It, it brought information to every household. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's up to us to, to kind of, to filter through it and, and figure out what makes sense and what doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you're, I mean, even, even, you know, some simple as like pushing the line on, 
what's a marketing expense, right? Like I've seen, I, I'm, I don't, assuming you've talked to people as well, you know, but I've talked to people where it's like, yeah, I went, went on a trip and I took a picture with my, my shirt that has my company logo. And so like I'm writing off the trip, you know, or I took a couple <laughs> marketing photos. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't fucking work that way. Right. Uh, you know, like you have to have a purpose for going there. That's not just, just that. Um, it has to be primary purpose. So yeah, it's, I mean, you can, you, you play that game and a lot of people, you know, will, and it's like, Oh, what are the chances of me getting audited? It's all fun. Playing until, Russian roulette. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's like, if you want to do that, fine, I guess. But, um, seems pretty, I'm not going to be the one that leads you down that road. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it just, it, it doesn't seem I don't know, to me, it doesn't seem fucking worth it. You know what I mean? Um, when there's so many other things as a business owner, you can do to help with taxes and, and better your situation. And, and plus, if we're talking tax stuff and going back to what I said about tax fraud, uh, when I texted you, texted you the other day, like it's yes, we all hate taxes in a way, you know what I mean? But also as a business owner, if you're paying more taxes, that means you're making fucking money. So like exactly. to, an ex- to an extent, you're going to have to pay them and that, you can see that as a negative or you can say, you know, shit, I just paid more in taxes this year than I made, you know, the last three. That's awesome. I'm doing well. You know, yes, I want to reduce that as much as possible legally, but um, not worth burning the house down to Right, to do but that. once you're making legitimate money, like you can't get to zero. That's the point you're right. making. Right, right. Like, yeah, yeah. You want to reduce it as much as possible legally, but once you get to a certain point, you're not getting to zero. So if your goal is always like, how do I pay no taxes, zero taxes? Like, don't make any money then. That's yeah. a really good way to pay zero live taxes. On, live on the fucking corner. Like, what right. You- <laughs> well, you can probably make a really good money doing that. Uh, yeah, that's true. But there's only two really good ways of paying zero taxes. It's make no money or commit tax fraud. <laughs> Two yeah. pretty bad options. You know, I'll take in the middle, right? Let me make some money and pay some taxes. That's my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where where I, I stand on that. And so, you know, we just wanted to, you know, I think I'm probably going to add this into the community, right? So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this, you you should know, or if you're a new listener, Colt and I, uh, we're dropping a paid community, Intentional Profits, uh, beginning of November. We'll be opening up the... Um, we have a wait list going, so you can go over to intentionalprofits.co to hop on the wait list, and we'll be sending out more info for founding members uh, shortly, how to join, what the discount will be, et cetera. Um, but you know, I, I think a, a key part of that will be a platform for people to send over information that they've come across, and they just want to know, is this legit or not? Does this make sense for me or not? Mm-hmm. And it'll be a really good opportunity for us to um, apply some context, you know, we could do the stitch videos. That's not my style. I know you've done quite a few of them. You like it. Those um, are fun, I would, I would argue all day on the internet if I did that. Cause I would just, yeah. I would never stop. I did like, I called someone, I commented, I think on one once and I had like four life insurance dudes in my DMS <laughs> and those life insurance like, guys are fucking the guy was like juiced out. And then he just kept, he like kept calling me a tough guy. And I was like, I, I don't, are we trying to fight over? I don't know what we're doing here. Like, what is the protocol here? Um, yeah. And they can never, they can never send me the numbers, right? I'm just like, if the math maths, like, let me know, just show it to me. Like, mm-hmm. and they never can. And that's the problem. Right. And so the, um, this is a good opportunity for, for people to upload those things and, and, yeah. and have us say, community. and then we could also come back and say, well, like, 
tell me more about your situation, right? So we can mm -hmm. see, does this contextually apply? And so, um, yeah, I think that'll be a, a key part of the community. It's just giving people that, um, I don't want to use the word safe space, um, <laughs> give people an opportunity to, to upload some of these videos. They can use us as, as the, as the bullshit meter to, to help yeah, on the bullshit do that. meter. Yeah. We'll be I the better. bullshit meter for you. So, <laughs> um, but if you want to tag us in, in videos, you see, let us like, just mm -hmm. tag us, tag Colton. Uh, what's, what's your Instagram Colton? Uh, the tattoo artist advisor. And then long, you can tag know, me but... at Justin green FP. Um, and we'll, we'll let you know what we think. If you want to do that, that's fine. Um, mm -hmm. but if you get, like, if you're in the community and you want to send those over, we can go a little deeper and actually see like, how does this apply to you? Um, that's all. I think that's all I got for that. Um, don't commit mm -hmm. tax fraud and, um, beware, beware of the, the bullshit online gurus. Yeah. Just if make it sure your bullshit. Good. Yeah, make sure your bullshit meter's on, and uh, just be careful out there. It's like the wild, wild west. There's um, the good ones, the advisors. We're regulated. We can't go put BS out there like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've got our hands tied. We can be loud, but we're not very sexy. We're kind of boring. Um, the boring so, shit works though. Um, boring shit works. Be the turtle, not the rabbit. So that's all I got, Colton. What's what's going on this weekend? You got anything going on? Um. I don't know, man. I might go to a pumpkin patch. You know, it's it's sunny here. It might be our last sunny weekend here in, in Oregon for a little bit. So uh, take advantage, you know. Nice. It is not sunny here. It is raining. Uh, we went to we went to the orchard yesterday, though. So we got some some pictures with the pumpkins. The nice. pigs smelled terrible. Uh, <laughs> took some pictures with the llama. Uh, brought the baby there. So nice. she's not old but, enough to really enjoy it. But yeah, my wife you guys, you guys do the uh, pictures. You guys do that thing where you cut the pumpkin open and put her in it for a picture? No, should I? Yeah. Have I? Should, I'll I, get, have to send you should a I get a big pumpkin and do it too? <laughs> yeah, get now a jumbo daughter one. pumpkin pick. Yeah. Oh, man. That'd be fucking funny. Uh, I've no, never seen that. that. People do no? that? Yeah, we did that with both of our kids. Um, they didn't like it, but it was a good picture. You know, it looks, it, it looks cute, when, but, but they didn't like it. Um, I'll have to send you a picture of it. It'd have to be a big pumpkin. She's getting big, so yeah, uh, yeah. Luckily, I mean, when Pipe, when we did the Piper, she was pretty young, you know, because she was born a few months before um, Halloween. But yeah, no, Kennedy, Kennedy's getting big, and so is uh, so is Indy. Nixon was yeah. big too when we did it because he was born in January, so he was already ten oh, months yeah. old. And he was yeah, a big, he was, he was a big a dude, year. big dude. Probably gonna be a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He's a gymnast, man. He's already working on that six pack. He's going to be stronger than me here very soon. Dude, gymnasts have unreal strength. Upper body, well, probably full body. I don't really know. I didn't do it, but I know at least upper body. Like you see that, you see them on TV, and you're like, dude, they're jacked. Like, yeah. What was I doing? I should have. Why was that's I playing what, that's basketball? What, that's <laughs> what I say every time I'm at the gym. I'm at the gym now for three hours on Wednesday. You know, a couple hours on Friday and Saturday, and. Uh, watching the kids man that's why i say every time the gymnastics you know, gym yeah gymnastics gym um and just watching some of the like people there that are you know more advanced it's fucking nuts and even nixon already and, and piper too like but nixon um because we were talking about him a minute ago he's already doing like backflips and hold himself up on the rings and all kinds of stuff and piper's doing all kinds of crazy shit and they've only been doing it for a few months I'm like man can you guys teach me i can't wait till <laughs> i get the text I can't wait till I get the text from you being like, 
I broke my arm this weekend trying to do a backflip <laughs> with Nixon. <laughs> Forgot I was almost 40 years old. <laughs> hey. Oh, 32. Not almost 40. I'm 33. Um, no, I do I do kind of want them to – I was going to do a video of, day of them teaching me how to do a handstand. See how long it takes me to actually get that down. They're already doing handstands um, and like trying to do push-ups in them and shit, and it's ridiculous. Those are hard. I've tried those. Yeah, I have no shoulder mobility, so they're really hard for me. But they're hard <laughs> for a normal person. Yeah, uh, wow. like I can't put my arms straight up above my head. I'm doing a fitness program right now. Uh, shout out to to Digital Barbell and Jonathan Fletcher, mm-hmm. and uh, like the first day was shoulder presses. And I was like, oh, man, like I hadn't told him how bad my mobility was yet. Why? And did so you, did you hurt yourself when you were younger or something? Why do, why do you have such bad shoulder mobility? Uh, it's genetics. Uh, my dad's he's got like a, a musculoskeletal. I don't even know if that's how you say it. And uh, connective tissue disorder that's kind of passed down. So uh, I'm active. He wasn't when he was younger. So I, f- I feel like yeah. I'm able to push it off. But I, I have a lot of chronic pain and limitations. And so uh, my shoulder is like. You know, I like, I can't go much farther straight up. And so he, the first workout is like a, a shoulder press above head. And I was like, so I just, I sent it, I sent the video of it and I was like, I'm going to do it for you so you can see how bad my mobility is, but these aren't good. <laughs> and so after a couple of weeks, we've, we've modified them a little bit, but he was like, ah, yeah. it's not the worst, but I'm like, dude, it's not good. That's um, so yeah, handstand pushups, uh, that's a no go for me. Um, yeah, that makes sense. That I wish sense. though, because I'll watch the CrossFit games like once a year and be like, oh, I want to try those. Nah. Dude, it, that. it's so cool. So. I also got to tell you, I, for, I forgot to tell you this yesterday. Um, I was working on Josh's website, wrapping it up. Shout out to Josh Passler, who made our, our um, podcast image design. Yeah, any uh, any like piece of artwork we have that like looks really good, Josh did. If it doesn't look so good, I did it in Canva because I don't want him <laughs> to like have to get credit for any bad things I do. Right, right. Um, so if it looks really good, then Josh, Josh over at Fin Artist, he did that for us. Um, if it doesn't look so good, I'll take the credit for that. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I was, I, so I was working on that, and uh, Nixon saw it and he goes, "Dad, I didn't, I didn't know." You know, there's a picture of us on the front of that podcast cover. He goes, "Dad, I didn't know." Uh, Justin had tattoos. I was like, he does. It's like, he doesn't. It's just. I was like, he's got hairy arms. Oh, I was like, wait, what? Like, why did you think I? Had t- yeah, dude, hey, I was man. in fucking tears. Hey man. <laughs> and he no, just looked at need... me. And he goes, seriously? We don't need TRT over here, man. <laughs> Testosterone level is high. Yeah, I got hairy arms. No tattoos. Uh, I was like, what that's do you mean? so funny. That's yeah, so funny. Was, I was confused. I was like, was I, I know what picture you're talking about. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't look like I have tattoos in that. Yeah, Man, no, he was, funny. he was, he was shook when I told him it was, you just had hairy arms. It's fucking great. That's funny. Oh man. All right, dude. That's it. Right, We're man. wrapping up on that. We're not doing anything <laughs> past that. Uh, be intentional. Uh, uh, we'll come at you. These are fun. I hope people enjoy these. Let us know. Yeah, Let good. us know. Um, we're going to do a lot more of these in the future, whether you like it or not, but let us know if you do like it and uh, we'll continue to bring these to you every, every week or every couple of weeks. Yep. All right. Be intentional, everyone. Are you enjoying the new intentional profits podcast? If so, go ahead leave us a five-star review and a written review and let us know what you think. 
And in the meantime, if you're interested in joining the waitlist for the Intentional Profits community, go to intentionalprofits.co and hop on the waitlist and you'll be one of the first to know about the founders discount and how to get started and when we are launching and going live. We'll see you next time.